Coming up on today's show, we cover strategies to help you retire like a champion. Stick around as we kick things off today on Wealth Health Radio right after this. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Welcome in, everybody. Wealth Health Radio is the program. Joe Murphy is here. Joe's an investment advisor, representative, and independent fiduciary at Murphy Wealth Management. I'm Steve Siddall, and uh, I just a guy, just a guy on a radio. <laughs> So, uh, hey, uh, Joe, how are you? I'm doing great, Steve. Recovering a little bit. Had a rough end to, to last week, as as happens. We ended up uh, having a close family friend back in Pennsylvania pass away. Oh, and I'm I was, sorry. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was tough and, you know, very difficult situation. But I was planning on going out there for the funeral, and I ended up getting this flu that is going around the Midwest, and it knocked me into next week. I feel like I've had a hard reset, <laughs> So wow. I'm recovering. If I feel a little bit slow, most of my clients that are talking to me, I, I, I have that preface that, you know, I'm just recovering. And by the end of the conversation, they're like, you're just as amped up as you always are. You don't sound sick at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't that. notice any difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a good thing. I like to bounce back quickly, but I definitely am feeling it. And, you know, for everyone out there that's, that has that flu strain, just uh, get some rest. That's all certainly, I can say. Yeah, certainly. This is going around. I understand that. Um, I, well, I like this we're going to talk about football we don't often do that but uh, but again based on it you know it's time it's time to talk football it's you know big weekend coming up and and uh, all of that um so and we're going to start with a with a quote from uh vince lombardi uh he says when you've got momentum in a football game that is the time to keep going and get it into the end zone can be applied to retirement planning Without a doubt. I mean, we always see it in football games, you know, trying to protect a lead and going into a shell usually results in a big L. Um, so you don't want to let your foot off the gas, but you don't want to get crazy either and, and, and make big mistakes. So you just want to continue your game plan, you know, not let something derail you from what you're trying to accomplish, not get too crazy, you know, just keep chopping wood. Like uh, Greg Schiano says from over at Rutgers, keep chopping wood. I love that. It's even Steven, not too high, not too low. Just keep chopping that would I like it and and so we talk about this and uh, you know we're, we're comparing this to football so I think we've got to divide it up into offense defense and, and special teams what do you think I think that's a it's a great breakdown and you know Steve before we get into this just yeah. out of curiosity we have the Super Bowl coming up and, and you know we get the the Chiefs playing the Niners mm -hmm. maybe some fans of those teams out here in the Midwest obviously with the Chiefs not being too far away um, but my question to you is obviously you're a football fan. I'm a football fan. Do you have any special like Super Bowl memories or any like funny Super Bowl? Because I have a couple I'd like to share before we get into this, if that's okay. God, I know the only one that, that I really that, that kind of stands out is when when the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. I was doing TV shopping at the time and we had some interesting relationships with with players and, and coaches and that kind of thing. So that that's that was a memorable one for me. Oh, yeah, because you almost feel like you're on the inside. That's pretty right, cool. Exactly. Yeah. I, as, as a fan, and these are all as a fan and sometimes researching historicals because some of these are a little bit dated for me, but probably the most exciting that I saw was in 2007 when the, the Colts and the Bears played in the Super Bowl. And one of the most exciting beginnings to a Super Bowl ever was Devin Hester when he returned the opening kickoff. I thought that place was going to like explode. It was so exciting. Yeah, so no for kidding. me, that was, that was probably one of the more exciting beginnings 
to a Super Bowl, but I also remember some of the funnier moments um, that I've, you know, obviously haven't experienced, but have watched. You know, in yeah. 1972, President Nixon actually called a play in the Super Bowl. Um, and, it, and it got shut down, but he still, you know, Don Shula listened to him and Tom Landry shut it down. I guess it was just a little outpass and they were waiting for it. The presidential pass clobbered that. Very cool. Probably <laughs> probably wouldn't see that in this day and age. Probably not. sure not, if uh, but it's you very funny. It is very funny. You know, what, what play would President Biden call, you think? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one either. But the funniest to me is obviously, you know, as a going to school at Pitt, I followed the Steelers and Terry Bradshaw, famous Steeler. And when they were playing the Cowboys, that was back in 1977, um, Hollywood Henderson, who was a star player for the Cowboys, called out Bradshaw and his intelligence level. Within this day and age, if you would say this, you would probably be removed and canceled and all that oh, stuff. of course you would. But he said, he said that Terry Bradshaw couldn't spell cat if he spotted him the C and the A. And that's always <laughs> stuck with me. It's one of the that's more hilarious funny moments yeah and you know terry bradshaw good sport and all that yeah, stuff of course but i'm yeah. sure he wasn't very happy when that happened probably not but probably you know you not. look beyond the game it's more than just football it's you know people getting together having a good time watching a fun sport and it you can draw so many parallels from the team sport of football to retirement planning and as steve was uh breaking that down we do want to talk a little bit how to break down offense defense special teams so you can make sure that you have the retirement that you want, not one that's dictated to you by outside threats or, oh, I didn't plan for this. This is your opportunity. And if you're in that retirement red zone, you're about to get into that big day. This is the time that you absolutely want to get a game plan together. It doesn't make much sense to go into a football game or retirement without a game plan. Right. Absolutely. And again, the, uh, the uh, offense tip number one seems to make sense. Yeah, understand your goal, your income in retirement. You have to know what you're trying to accomplish to actually get it done. So lining these things up and saying, you know what, my goal is to generate you know, $80,000 worth of income for the rest of my life so I don't have a worry, have a uh, increased cost of living built in. You know, Just create that absolute. A lot of people that come through these doors, Steve, that is really one, and that's one that we focus on is maximizing that retirement income, but build Building goals. I am a goal setter. I love setting goals. I love hitting those goals. And you can see when I start talking to my clients about goals, they don't need to be something that has to be done immediately. Some goals are set three years down the road, five years down the road, 10 years down the road. And it can be very difficult to plan for the future because as people and as human beings, Steve, we are conditioned to live in the now. You know, we have nostalgia of the past, but the now is the most important. When it comes to retirement planning and offense, the future is what matters. And looking forward can be very difficult for people. As a planner, I'm programmed to look into the future. We are programmed to take care of the things that may or may not happen and protect our clients from those threats. But having a good offense can also fuel you through. And it's not just investment growth, guys. There's other tips out here. The second one I want to go through is budgeting. And we've talked about that, Steve, a yes. couple of times the last couple of weeks, even more important now than ever. With the way the economy is going, and I know it's all unicorns and rainbows from all the reports, maybe we'll get into the job report a little bit later in the show and kind of the revisions that have been going on. But the economic indicators 
answers and the data that's coming back is not reflective of the true story. And when we're lifting up the hood and looking at these revisions, it may or may not be what it is or what they are telling us. So that creates a cloudy judgment for a lot of traders, investments, people that are near retirement. We're all making decisions based on this data. And if that data is faulty, we got issues. Same thing applies to your personal life. Having a budget, knowing your cash flow, knowing what your life costs you will help you plan for the future. But if you don't know those basic things, what you're spending, what you're bringing in, you're going to have a heck of a time planning 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Right. And and again, we're talking about offense and relating that to retirement. And uh, the, the third tip on the list? Oh, we got to learn about the different investment vehicles. That's I really paramount, isn't it? It is. It's almost like, you know, a basic math course in, in high school. You got to take it. You have to understand what's out there. And a lot of people say, you know what? I don't want to take that time or, you know what? I'm good where I'm at. You need to explore different options because what worked for you all this time building this uh, savings pile of money may not be the most effective vehicle to get you through that distribution phase. Know what's out there. And if you're not sure, this is where advisors come in. And that is my job, Steve, is to educate people on what is out there outside of individual stocks, bonds, options, what else is out there that can help make sure that our clients have absolutes, especially on the income side, that they can depend on for 15, 20, 30 years or however long their retirement lasts. Sure. And um, again, different investment vehicles. We talk about that every week in one form or another. And the, the fourth tip, and, and this is diversify among asset classes. Diversification is key, isn't it? It, it, re it really is. Um, you have to have diversification. You cannot put all your eggs in one basket going forward because one simple threat could take you down. So you want to spread that risk. And we're not just talking asset classes. We're talking tax labels and we're talking planning, having multiple streams of income set up. If you look at how most wealthy people are set up, they have multiple streams of revenue coming in. You know, they don't just have one cash cow that spits out their money every month. They have different sources of revenue. We want to make sure that our clients have diversification on every level. It helps insulate from risks, both known and unknown, Steve. Having all your eggs in one basket makes you susceptible to that one thing that comes out of left field. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, no one saw this coming. Yeah, but you're the one holding the end of the bag here. You want to make sure that you are diversified. Sure. And, uh, and then we want to build wealth, don't we? You got to. And this is where you investments come in. You have to. You know, sure. you, you really want to have that growth element in there. And without it, inflation will end up, especially inflation in these days, will end up rearing its ugly head and just destroying the purchasing power of that dollar if you do not have a keeping pace or outpacing that inflation level. Um, these are things, especially when you're looking at football, offense is very important. You got to score points to win. You have to have growth to win. You have to make sure you're doing the things to help your team score. And in football and in retirement, that means hitting some of these main points and listening to these tips and saying, you know what? Yeah, I am doing that or I'm not. And I need help with this. And that's sure. really what it comes down to, Steve. Okay. Well, again, we're going to wrap it up here in a second, uh, but I like this. Uh, call it uh, the hurry up offense. And we call that Secure Act 2.0. Why? 
Oh, that's the catch up. So yeah, the Secure Act had some really cool provisions. And if you want to highlight on that, it, it definitely is something to look into because especially when we're looking at catch up, it allows you, you don't want to depend on a long bomb or a Hail Mary at the end of the game. But if you are in that retirement red zone and your savings levels aren't looking good, we can actually contribute more based on your age of 50 or older. That can help you really maximize that pile of money going into that final phase. Joe, on that note, let's wrap it up for this segment and, and invite folks to come on in and, and have this conversation. Absolutely, Steve. And, you know, U.S. Qu uh, fourth quarter GDP, they did beat estimates um, coming in at plus 3.3% versus 2% expected. We all cheered at the unexpected results, but remember the GDP at four point was at 4.9% in Q3. So growth has been driven by consumer and government spending. Can we as people and can our government continue to spend at this rate to keep the US economy growing? Or is the credit card maxed out? Uncertainty creates fear and uncertainty of data creates a very unsettled feeling for traders. But Janet Yellen does remain convinced that we are all in the clear. So if you're in a near term retirement red zone, and all of this craziness has you unsettled, let us give you a clear picture. This is your opportunity to have a 15-minute phone call with a fiduciary financial advisor that's in your ear right now. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we're going to get to work. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. That is the number. It's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. And again, there's no cost. There's no obligation. You can find out things like how much risk you're taking. Are there red flags that could pop up down the line? Do you know how, you, how much you're paying in fees or commissions? If you don't, let Joe take a deep dive and find out for you. Potential tax liabilities, always part of the discussion. And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefit. Take advantage of this complimentary review by calling us right now, 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. Quick break. We're coming back. Lots more on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. When we come back, we're going to continue to cover those strategies to help you to retire like a champion right after this. We are back. Wealth Health Radio is the program. Joe Murphy is here, and I'm Steve Siddall. Joe is an investment advisor representative, helping folks for more than 20 years. Again, visit that website, mwmfinancial.tax. And uh, again, this is something that we, you know, it's football on everybody's mind. I know not everybody likes football, but hey, we do. <laughs> and I guess that means that we're going to be talking about it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, again, it's it's interesting. Um, we're, we talked about offense in, at the beginning. And, and so now we're going to shift it. We're going to talk about the defense. But I think the setup for this comes from legendary college football coach Bear Bryant, who said offense sells tickets, but defense wins championships. Love it. And, and, and how true is that? Because Very. you could have the, the most incredible offense and you can have the most incredible plan ready to go, but you didn't account for defense. You didn't insulate that plan. And then all of a sudden, a threat comes out of nowhere and completely blows up everything that you're trying to do. You have to be defensive, especially when you are in that retirement red zone. You know, this is not the time to roll the dice and 
bet on cryptos. It's just not, you know, the chances of winning are not very high, especially in a short term time frame. So you have to think differently as you're getting into this phase. You have to think a little bit more defensively. No one, not me and most investment advisors are going to tell you to give up investments during this phase. But make sure, make absolutely sure that you have defensive measures in place to protect you from a black swan event, something coming out of left field, something hitting the stocks that you're invested in. These are all things defensively that we all have to consider to make sure that our retirement plans remain whole throughout decades of using them for income, for tax efficiency, whatever your goals are and that retirement plan is set to accomplish, you need to defend it. 800-930-5905 is the number you can call to get started right here. So we're talking about some defensive tips, um, preventing any gaps in your plan. What does that mean, Joe? Oh, I love that. You know, when you create a retirement plan or a financial plan, we have the ability to backtest these plans. You know, obviously we cannot test them towards the future because the future is unknown, but we can backtest them against historicals, especially market action. And we can see if there's any leakiness in that plan based on that back testing. We back test our plans 10,000 different ways against multiple environments to ensure that our clients have a fighting chance in almost any environment. That's how you create a sound defensive plan and you identify what gaps are in yours. I haven't done two retirement plans that are exactly the same in 23 years. There's a reason for that. We customize these things. Different things are important to different people. And where defense lies in your plan is going to depend on what your goals are, what's important to you, but you gotta have it. You cannot let gaps go in your plan. And if you're unsure if you have gaps, this is a great time to talk to a fiduciary because we can help you test that plan that you have for retirement and say, have you considered this? Have you considered healthcare? Have you considered long-term care? Have you considered inflation? Have you considered market volatility? These are the things that we wanna test against. And if it is testing a fail, we wanna put defensive measures in place to make sure those gaps don't derail you in the future. Absolutely. And, and um, we've talked about this many times, but again, it is a defensive thing. In other words, being proactive rather than reactive. You need that emergency fund. That's just the bottom line. Well, I love aggressive defenses and I love emergency accounts. They're one of the, they should be number one, two, and three. And this is where a lot of people end up getting into trouble or making decisions because they may run tight. Maybe they don't have that ancillary savings account of thirty dollars or $40,000 on the sidelines waiting to go. And they're basically moving paycheck to paycheck from work to paycheck to paycheck in retirement. And now all of a sudden something comes up, new roof, new furnace, you never know what can happen in life. And now you're forced to sell positions or make moves early and it can have a compound effect over time. So you want to build that emergency account. You want to pay off that debt first, but you want to get that emergency account rocking. So you have a place that you can go to if something comes up, you don't have to borrow, you don't have to worry about interest rates. You can just grab that money, get it taken care of, and that defends your other accounts. Oh, I like it. And so we also have to have an estate plan and, and you are a one-stop shop, you, you offer that service. 
Well, yeah, you know, you don't want the the time ticking in the fourth quarter, Steve, you know, tick, 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 and you're, you know, just about to win the game, and then you fumble (laughs) at the very last second. You need to make sure that you have a wealth transfer plan, that you have protection, you have that umbrella, and what that estate plan will do is protect those assets. So if you do have an event, like a long-term care event, most of those assets can be sheltered. Um, These are things that you absolutely want to do. You want your wishes known. You want your family to know what those wishes are beforehand so you don't have infighting or your kids saying no this was supposed to be this way have it all drawn out it makes so much sense guys i know it seems like it could be this big daunting thing it can be in some situations but most people it doesn't need to be complex it can be very simply handled with just a will a poa and advanced healthcare directives to let them know your wishes so you definitely want to address this this is defense this is what you want to do to protect not only you but your family Family in the future. And these are the kinds of things you talk about just early on in the conversations just to get a feel for where people are. We do. You know, we, we kind of hit it in phases. And, you know, obviously the, the very first phase is to, to understand what our client wants to get done. You know, yeah. I want to listen to them. But as we move through the retirement planning process, we're going to hit all the biggies and then we're going to back test everything and we're going to build that plan based on what that client wants. And to me, that's the way to do it. We don't do cookie cutter here. I never will. I can't handle that because people are different situations are different there's no one size fits all in retirement planning right um so when you said there's no cookie cutter would you would you object if i let if i played for you a, a little <laughs> new segment that we're that we're calling um the world's worst financial advisor sure <laughs> and now the world's worst financial advisor. Look, I'm really worried about risk. I mean, what if we have another dramatic market downturn? Come on, what do you think this is, 1929? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I want to get away from some of the risk I'm in and build in income in retirement. Okay, income. Repeat after me. Have a nice day. Can I check that receipt? Uh, have a nice day. Can I check the receipt? Okay, need some work. We'll come back to that. Do you have GPS and a smartphone? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Ride share, income in retirement. But wait, but wait, there's more. Okay, here's your complete report for your retirement plan, the old 60-40, rule, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Wait a minute. Financial report for Henrietta Johnson? Who's that? Ooh, just saw her. Well, that'll be a quick fix. Okay. Wait a minute. Down here, who is Alfred Zikafus? Ooh, saw him just before Henrietta. I sure hope Henrietta doesn't notice that. Tune in next week when the world's worst financial advisor says, Go all crypto! We got too much time on our hands here. You know what? That's all right. I I, I like that. And you know what? It, it It's definitely, unfortunately, in all professions, there's different levels of workers in every industry. And, you know, to me, it's, you know, if I was all of a sudden thrown into, you know, the art or painting industry, you know, I'm drawing stick figures and you got, you know, Rembrandt over there yeah, comparing, right. I'm going to look like an idiot. But to me, look, you know, this is a passion for some advisors and you can really 
tell when they're into it and when they're not. And to me, plug and play, it's never made sense. We do this because we love it. You know, we do this because we like to help people, but we also present value. And, you know, to me, when you can present value, that's when the light bulb goes on and people see, you know what, okay, I know what I'm getting out of this. This isn't just to go into some fancy office and create a relationship. This is definitely going to have an impact on me positively. And that's what we're trying to bring to each and every client, Steve, is that value. You know, to me, as, as an individual, as a consumer, I don't mind paying a fee as long as there is value in it. And I've always had that ingrained in me. And I've always tried to show the people that are in front of me how we're creating value for what they are paying. And to right. me, that is the bottom line of what a fiduciary should do. Not only transparent, but show your clients how you are working for them, how their fee is being used to benefit them not only now and in the future. Sure, Joe. And, and again, we I sort of derailed things here, but we can look at, uh, we're talking about defensive tips and uh, appropriate insurance. And, and again, we got to be quick, but uh, just in a nutshell, what is that? Well, you need to make sure you have protection elements, and, and that's going to fall into the, the other defensive tip about long-term care. These are big threats, whether it's death, disability, um, you know, homeowner's insurance. You need to make sure that you have that umbrella around everything protected, and you cannot go without it. So make sure you're protecting your family, you're protecting your property, and you're protecting your future. And those are the things that we do, and that's how we put that bow on these plans is now we protect them through insurances. So definitely an awesome defensive tip. And uh, all right, well, on that note, we do need to take a break, Joe. Let's invite folks to call and we'll pick it up on when we come back. Absolutely. And as uh, JFK said, change is the law of life. And those who look only to the past or the present are certain to miss the future. I mm. absolutely love that quote by JFK. Me but too. the point is, yeah, the point is not to get caught up in the now with retirement planning, but shift your thinking to plan for 20 years of an unknown future. That can be difficult. It's not easy to shift from near term and present to long term thinking. But to win at a retirement, you have to understand the threats that are established in the future that are known and unknown. We also have to consider new ones that may pop up out of nowhere. Retirement planners know the game, the pieces and the rules. And this opportunity coming up for the next 10 callers is right now. We're going to have a candid discussion and help determine and help you determine if your retirement will hold up for however long that you need. Steve, light up those phones. Let's get it going and we will get to work. 800-930-5905 is the first step you take and really the goal of the show, helping you to make the best decision for you. So if you do have questions about the things we're talking about, how it applies in your situation, don't hesitate to give Joe a call right now. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. A little quick break. We're coming back. Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy continues right after this. As we continue to draw similarities from the game of football to your finances, we'll dive into the X's and O's of the retirement playbook. Stick around right after this. We're back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm Steve Siddall. Joe, of course, an investment advisor, representative, 20 plus years helping folks getting to and through retirement. Uh, you're becoming a bit of a fixture here on WIND, aren't you? 
I think I've been here for a little couple bit over. Years. Yeah, a couple years, is it? I, you know what? Time flies. My, my days are like minutes now. You know, my mom used to tell me, time's really going to move when you get older. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And now it's like <laughs> the days are minutes. I'm like, wait a minute. It's yes. all going too fast. Oh, it really, truly does. But it's, it? it's been a great ride, Steve. Really enjoyable, especially with you, my guy, you know, just having some fun. And we're meeting so many awesome people in Chicago, Northwest Indiana. And it feels good to help. It feels good to get people on the on the right path, working towards those goals and working together and helping people accomplish dreams. To me, that's the best part about this business. I completely agree. Um, so we're going to dig into the, we talked about special teams. So let's have, let's talk about the special teams. We didn't actually dig into it, uh, but special teams, that can make or break a football team. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we've seen some of the biggest the biggest plays and some of the biggest games boil down to punt returns, kickoff returns, special teams, block field goals, yeah. all that fun stuff. But look, you know, what are special teams when it comes to retirement planning? You know, we have a couple objectives. And number one is helping to fill any voids on the field. So what does that mean? Making sure that we don't have any plan gaps. You're not missing something major. So if you've never done this before, you've never retired before, for, you may need you may not even know what you're looking for. You may not know what to identify. This is a great time to get an overview and say, am I considering the right things or do I have a big void that I'm not even considering because I don't know about it? Those are the things that we can help people through is at least identify what's out there, what you need to consider. The meat of your plan should absolutely include some main components. But what we find is some people don't know that and that's okay. It's not their expertise. That's where we come in. Sure. And one of the other things that you can help us with uh, as far as special teams, and that's, uh, you know, the IRS. Oh, yeah, the IRS. I'm not going to say anything on air, but tax planning. Let's talk about not tax preparation. That's basically reporting those numbers, but tax planning. So few people do it, but it is an amazing difference when you understand tax code and you know how to handle efficiency and you create more spendable dollars in your pocket instead of writing that check to Uncle Sam. I was watching a TV program the other night and I was looking and it was showing the income and this is California. So for any of our listeners that are from California, you can probably vet this, but a person making $1.5 million. So a $1.5 million salary in California, by the time federal and state taxes and local and everything comes up, they're netting 700 grand, which means the government, both federal and state and local, are actually making more than the worker. You know, to me, some states you can plan around, some states you cannot. But if you're not in California, we can absolutely help put more dollars in your pocket. Well, that sounds um, good to me. <laughs> I mean, just brutal out there. Just absolutely brutal. That's just... I, I mean, to me, no, thank you. I'll stay here in Indiana. Okay, so we've got objectives uh, of helping fill any voids, uh, tax planning. What's next? You know what? Manageable, managing charitable giving. Um, charitable giving not only feels good and helps people, but can also maintain a very efficient portfolio and retirement, especially when we get into that RMDH, Steve, those required minimum distribution, creating charitable streams from those RMDs can help you sidestep those taxes. So if you're sitting on a massive IRA and maybe you want to give to a, a church that's recognized, a qualified organization, this is a great opportunity for you to donate those RMDs and skip those taxes. So, you know, there's lots of different options out there. We love helping our clients give to charities. You just have to know how to do it the right way. Special teams all the way and something really good to do. 
Very nice. Uh, yeah, that is a warm feeling, isn't it? Um, let's talk Social Security then. No, this and this one is a big one. Maybe not special teams, but it's a it's a large source of income for a lot of Americans. A lot of our radio listeners that are near or going into retirement are really going to be depending on that Social Security. And we know there's future threats. You have to determine when to claim, when your spouse has to claim. Are you going to continue working? Can you continue working? Are you going to be giving up some of that benefit? You know, these are all big questions. You want to spend some time on Social Security election, understand the rules, how it pertains to your situation. If you need a little bit of help, Amber is a certified Social Security analyst. She can answer questions all day long for our clients. It's really helpful when determining the optimal time to elect. Nice. Again, that's probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, decision that a couple can make as they get into retirement, you know, counting on Social Security. Yeah, and most people end up electing early for whatever reason. You know, maybe it makes sense, or maybe they figure, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna live to be 85, so I'm getting my money now. And then they're sitting at 85, going, yeah. man, I really wish I would have waited on this. Yeah, so you know, there, there's pros and cons. Sometimes it is a crapshoot. Sometimes it's luck. But that's why we always want to know the health history, how long their, how long our clients' parents lived. You know, what kind of odds are we really paying, playing here by deferring? Is it gonna make sense? Are they gonna make that up, or is the money in the pocket? better? Is there a spouse involved? There's a lot of moving parts when it comes to electing Social Security. This can be complex. Don't just elect, you know, don't just let's call up Social Security. They'll help you enroll right away without telling you the pros and cons. They can't advise you. So make sure that you know before you call Social Security. Very important and critical special team. Well, no, talk to the coach. Talk to you. You're our yeah. coach. We're the coach. So yeah, we absolutely look, this is what we want to help with. We want to have people avoid making these mistakes. You know, you don't want to elect social security and realize one year into it that, oh no, this was a terrible mistake. And then have to pay all that back. You do get to do that um, within a certain time frame, but you don't want to have to do that. You want to plan ahead. And this boils down, Steve, again, to the importance of planning, making sure that you understand the game board, you understand the pieces and you know the rules, or you are partnered with someone that does they can help you make prudent decisions so you're not going oh my gosh now i'm reeling here not a fun retirement not a good feeling in the stomach when you could head it off at the pass just with a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of help all right i like it so uh i mean again you talk about coaches um you know bill Bel bill belichick tom brady uh, vince lombardi bart Starr, joe montana bill wash uh, walsh those are some great things and and i'll tell you what um dan campbell uh, on the lions i tell you the man is amazing Love him. Love him. Old school coach. You know, yeah. he just he just feels to me feels like kind of like a, a Bill, a Bill Cower or a Ditka. He's just a, a tough guy. I just I love watching him roam the sidelines. I love his passion. Just fun, fun guy. And I think we'll be here for years to come. Well, and, and to think he turned that team around in three years. Yeah. You know, it, it takes the will. Some people just have that leadership knack and they know how to motivate. They know how to organize. And Steve, that is the biggie is there's a lot of moving parts to a football team. And to mm -hmm. get it all organized into a well-oiled machine is not an easy job. How many of these coaches go in and fail? I wonder what the percentage is. It's probably pretty high. Um, oh, yeah. But when you have someone that has success that quickly at that level, there's something special.
You know, there's God. absolutely some special. Sure. Whether you hate the Lions or you like the Lions, because we're in Bears country here, you got to give that man a little bit of respect. Indeed, you do. And and uh, one of the other things that the, the coach can help us with is building the game plan for success. And I mean, you know, you see the quarterbacks; they've got the, all the plays on their on their wrist, and they're hearing it from the coach in their ear, and they look at the things. Okay, that's what we're doing. I mean, there's a lot. You talk moving parts. Yeah, that's the same in retirement. Absolutely. And we were talking a little bit earlier about potential voids. You know, what should right. your, what, where is your game plan? Where is the focus? And to me, there's three biggies. Obviously, there's many moving parts, but three biggies. You need growth. You know, you can't just go into a shell and invest into, you know, a, a CD or your savings account. You're going to get obliterated by inflation. So one choice to say, you know what, I'm not messing with the market. You think it's a prudent choice. I'm going to play it safe. And then all of a sudden your purchasing power is down 30% in six years because of inflation. So you, there's threats everywhere. You have to consider pros and cons to each move. But growth is very critical to help maintaining that pace with inflation or outpacing inflation, but growth doesn't equal risk, not all the time. There's ways that you can grow your money, Steve, without that market risk. You know, we've seen some of these annuities with double digit returns with zero market risk. That's an opportunity. Is it a right fit? That depends. But there are things out there that you can take a look at. You just need the education to open your eyes and say, wait a minute, there's more than just stocks here. Stocks are going to have the highest upside, but they also have the highest potential for volatility at the worst possible moment. Sure. So you talked about growth and uh, you mentioned, so protection and income, the other two pieces to that puzzle. Yeah, protection. And protection, again, does not mean, you know, put the cloak around you and go into a shell. It just means protecting that well-laid plan. Mm -hmm. So protecting it may mean insurance or options or making sure that something doesn't come out of left field to completely obliterate everything that you have accomplished to date. That is why protection is so important. And whether it is estate planning, whether it's insurance, whether it's options, however you need to protect, you need to make sure that you address that in your plan or something bad could happen. Of course. And I like this being sold products rather than offered solutions. That is what you do. I mean, day in, day out, you you are solution oriented. That's we the are, whole point. We are absolutely. Do we use products? We, yeah, you have to. You know, they're out there. They're effective, but they're not a be all end all, you know, and you have to make sure that the, the advisor that you're working with has access to everything, not just one thing. Um, you know, you look at annuities, for example, you know, they're fantastic in certain situations, but they're not for everyone. You know, they're not for to me. They're not for long term growth. It just doesn't make much sense when you have a long runway till retirement. The last thing that I want to do is chuck money into an annuity for 12 years. What I want to use them for is what they were designed for, Steve, is distribution along with growth. So in retirement, you're not only sustaining that lifetime income, but you also have the opportunity to earn interest based on market returns with one big difference than stocks. There is no market risk, which means you cannot lose a dime. To me, that is a sound, stable way to generate income off a, an account like a retirement, like an IRA, or even a taxable account if it makes sense tax-wise. So these are the things that we want to hit with our clients. These are the sure. things that we want to bring up. And these are the things that we will bring up with every single person that we sit down with because it's important. And we need to wrap it up, Joe. Gosh, this, this one went really fast. 
Yeah, they usually do. I, I get I get wordy, and you know we no, are going to do. You. Well, it always is. I'm always wordy, but that's okay. We got we got lots lots of hot air in here, but we, we definitely want to do it one more time, guys. Next ten callers, we're going to have that conversation. Uh, we want to know what is your burning questions. What can we help you with? You know, what is going on? Are you in a near-term retirement red zone? Are you are you closing down a business? Are you opening up a new business? Are you a business owner that's looking to retain and attract your employees? Maybe a retirement plan. These are all things that we can have that initial discussion. It feels good to take that first step. This is your opportunity for the next 10 callers to have that 15-minute phone call with me, Joe Murphy, fiduciary financial advisor that's in your ear right now. Steve's going to give Give you that number and we will get to work. 800-930-5905. That is the number. We're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances with no cost, no obligation. Simply make that phone call while you're thinking of it. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Quick break. We're back with another segment to go here on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. We need to take a break, guys. But when we return, we're going to jump into some questions from our listeners. All that right after this. We are back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm Steve Siddall, and the uh, this is the fourth segment, meaning that we have got questions from listeners. Um, Joe, I've been, I, you know, there's uh, the jobs report came out. You talked about that a little bit earlier, but I, I'd like to maybe take a little deeper dive into that. I'm curious to get your view. You know, it's probably good that we just uh, talk a little bit about this on, on the radio, and many of our listeners may be aware is that, you know, the, the job reports that have been coming out, you know, in 2023, now into 2020. Um, there's something maybe a little bit off with them because we've seen monthly revisions every single month downward. Um, why are job reports imp important? Because they move markets. Um, they move treasury yields. It's really important data that's coming out that is not actually factual. And how it's being reported is an interesting, and I'm not going to get into the, you know, the fairy tale birth death um, strategy that the Department of Labor uses, but it, it's an assumption-based model. And it talks about the start of a business and the death of a business, and they make an assumption on that. So the government is saying, hey, you know what, that might be a little bit skewed. But here's what we're looking at with the jobs report, guys. The government has erased 439,000 jobs through November of 2023. And this so what is from erased, revised, which means they originally oh. reported that those were added jobs. And I'm not talking about the clawback from COVID, you know, those jobs being replaced. I'm talking about new jobs being reported on a monthly basis. So through 2023, they overreported 439,000 jobs. <laughs> I mean, look, th this data is very, again, very, very important. And when we have this type of opaqueness, it's very difficult to make decisions when it comes to our clients, when it comes to trading, when it comes to techniques, strategies, all that. And I'm sure there's some listeners out there that are traders as well saying, yeah, this is pretty frustrating. Um, one of the key takeaways, and I encourage all our listeners out there, there's a great article um, by Elizabeth McDonald's on Fox Business. So you can look her up, you'll see the article. It's initial US employment uh, reports overstated by four 439,000 jobs in 2023. Here's the kicker. So if you take all the smoke and mirrors out and remove all the, the fake jobs that were reported, what, what they found is that manufacturing jobs, which are one of the most important because it's a feeder. If you think about manufacturing jobs, they have actually been contracting 
over 14 straight months, which is a huge indicator for a lot of traders is when we see manufacturing jobs, you know, not growing as these glowing reports were showing, but actually contracting, that sends some alarm bells off. But what we have seen is the massive job growth really isn't in the private sector. It's in the government sector. So we've <laughs> well, seen the government. We <laughs> yeah, we've seen the job swell on the government side. To me, uh, you know, my mom being from Lithuania and immigrated over here, big government is no good government. So we definitely don't want to see this continue. I don't think it's sustainable to continue to add 50,000 jobs to our government every month. So I'm really hoping for better numbers, better accuracy. And we will have this by the time this airs, guys, the jobs report comes out Friday. This is going to air on Sunday. You guys will already know. We don't know. And I'm really hoping for an accurate report so we can make decisions for our clients. But definitely a good read. Again, Elizabeth McDonald's Fox Business. There's a great article. It breaks it down. I'm not going to get into that to here, but it is definitely something that you want to take a look at if you're trading your own money or you're just curious about the overall economic reports that are going on out there. Is it real? Is it not? You know, when you look under the hood, Steve, sometimes it's not what you expect. I understand. 800-930-5905. Folks, again, I appreciate that, Joe. I mean, it's those are the kinds of things that people really do need to really need to know. They, they do. I mean, look at Steve, you know, UPS six months ago was offering drivers $170,000 a year and they just laid off 10,000 people. So, you know, Whoops. things can, but things can change on a dime just because it is right now doesn't mean it always will be. And that's where planning really comes into play is because you cannot get caught unknown here. This There's too much at stake when it comes to those savings fueling your retirement. This is not a place where you need to make a mistake. We are not infallible by any means. I'm not saying that at all. But paying attention to what is going on out there is very important. And most advisors are. And that makes me feel good that they are serving their clients well and understanding what's at stake. But a lot of us out here are like, hey, what is actually going on here? You know, this is a, a scary time. We need real data from our government. We need these things. So the Department of Labor needs to figure this out and figure it out real quick. 800-930-5905. I completely agree with you, Joe. Um, on that note, let's jump into a couple of questions here because yeah. uh, folks have been writing and uh, Albert is up first. Albert says, I'm thinking about venturing into real estate as another income stream. What's my best approach? Well, hey, Albert, thank you for writing into the show and good question. Um, it's a it's the approach is going to be what you want to get into it for you know what is this going to represent is this just a little fun money are you plopping are you borrowing money how are you going to be funding your venture into real estate and then we have different options you know do you actually want to invest in physical properties or maybe something along the lines of more of a community oriented dst where you're investing in commercial properties pooled together um, real estate is fantastic view real estate over time you know outside of stocks and I'm on the stock side, I love real estate. And some of my wealthiest clients are real estate investors. You know, this is a great way to park money and watch it grow over time or generate an income stream if you like. You know, so there's different avenues, Albert. You know, what I would say is start to get started. You know, start asking the questions. What do you want to get out of this? How much are you going to be putting into it? What type of real estate do you want to get into? Is this maybe just an add to your portfolio? And I way overshot the question. You know, these are the things that we want to talk about. 
about, Albert. So give us a call. We'll help get you going in the right direction or at least get you the education so you can make a sound decision whether this is for you or not. All right, Albert, 800-930-5905. Joe would love to hear from you. Uh, On we go to Lonnie says, uh, I'm still working, but thinking about claiming Social Security now. I'm 63. What's the downside? Well, hey, Lonnie, the the big downside here of electing early is, number one, you're taking a reduced benefit uh, pre-FRA age. Number two, you also said that you're still thinking about working. So, Lonnie, you need to understand the income threshold. When you elect early Social Security, they don't allow you to make unlimited income. After the FRA age, you can make $10 million and they don't care. But if you are pre-FRA age, as you are, Lonnie, you can only make in 2024 $22,320. So (laughs) if you go to work and your job and you're earning uh, $32,320, you're 10 grand over. And what that means is for every, every $1 your your social security benefit excuse me will be reduced for by a dollar for every $2 that you make over that threshold so every $2 over that threshold your benefit is getting reduced by a buck that can be big money so $10,000 over um, that's a big reduction for you Lonnie you want to make sure you know the rules understand the game board before you make that decision this is a big election it will affect you now and for the rest of your life definitely something you want to put a little time in all right. Uh, 800-930-5905. Lonnie, give us a call. Uh, Cyrus has a question. He says, it's nice to hear somebody explaining finances in just plain speak. I enjoy your show. You talk about steady income in retirement. How do you build that? Well, thank you, Cyrus. I appreciate that. And I do try and speak plainly. And, you know, there's a lot of technical jargon out there. There's a lot of terminology and I try and avoid most of that. But like anyone, once I get worked up and I get going, you know, all bets are off and you never know where my conversation's going to end or how technical, but I try and drop back. And, you know, if I see a blank stare, I know that, you know what, I'm going way, way, way too deep and I want to bring it back. So I appreciate that. It's something that we strive for is to educate. And you can't educate by talking over or using technical terms, you want to make it simple so everyone understands the why. Um, Now, your question here, Cyrus, is steady income. How do you build it? Well, you know, there's that old three-legged stool, or you can take a look at what are the sources that you have in front of you. You know, is Social Security an option for you? If it is, that is an incredible source of steady income. Do you have investment accounts that maybe we want to shift some to dividend payers and create that dividend income? Or are we looking maybe at an annuity to create that pension-like income stream? These are all avenues or all sources that we can explore to see which one's going to fit you best lifestyle-wise but also tax-wise. So these are the things that we want to consider, Cyrus. There's a lot of different avenues out there to generate income. What's going to be best for you? It's out there. We'll find it. We'll find out. Thanks, uh, Joe. 800-930-5905. Let's see, we got time for one more. Melissa has a question. She says, both my parents had to go into assisted living when they got older. So I'm concerned I may need long-term care one day too. My biggest fear is the cost eating away at what I want to leave my kids what can i do wow that's a great and almost unfortunately common situation melissa the good thing for you is you have age on your side Um, So, you know, instead of buying a long-term care insurance that doesn't have locked-in premiums and all that stuff, and it can go up when you really need it, maybe it's unaffordable, you definitely want to protect against long-term care. Look, the percentages are there. 
you know, if it's 50%, a coin flip that you're going to need some type of care in your life, you want to make sure that you have an umbrella around that, or at least I do. I don't want, you know, if I have a 50-50 shot of something happening, that's a pretty good percentage that, you know, you got to prepare for. Long-term care is a very expensive one, though. Um, so how do we do it? You know, one of the things that we can do, Melissa, is maybe take a look at killing two birds with one stone, you know, getting a permanent life insurance policy that has that acceleration or access to the death benefit um, if you are in the event of like an ADL based care. And there's a difference, guys, out there with some of these long term care policies um, will only pay out if you are confined to a nursing facility. So you need to be confined to a nursing facility for them to pay out. You mm -hmm. want an ADL based, which is activity of daily living, and that's bathing, eating, dressing, taking medication, toileting, and transferring. I think I hit them all. Um, and that triggers it. So you can get home health care as opposed to having to go to one of those facilities. You know, the options are open. It's your money. You just have access to it, but you've protected all your other accounts. You've protected your legacy by getting something out and planning ahead. We talked about the runway. Use that runway, Melissa. You have the opportunity. Insurance is based on age, at least the price is, and it's locked in once you buy it. The earlier that you do it, the better off you're going to be. Perfect. All right. Well, again, that just kind of ties a bow on the in the entire show, Joe. And uh, let's take that. Let's take uh, one more opportunity for folks to call. Yeah. And I think this is important, guys. And, you know, it, out there, we're not sure which way's up sometimes. All we know is the market continues to march on until it does not. And if you are in that retirement red zone, you're five years away from that big day. This is your opportunity to start that positive planning process where we can take a look at where you're at today, where you want to be at in the future, what your goals are and how we can get you to knock those goals out. Next 10 callers, Steve, give them that magic number. They're going to be connected to our friendly reception and we will schedule that 15 minute intro call where you can ask those burning questions to me and I'm going to do my best to answer them. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work. Sounds great, Joe. 800-930-5905. It is just that simple. And really, overall, the goal of the show here is to help you make the best decisions for you. So if you do have questions about what we're talking about here today or maybe how it applies in your own situation, give Joe a call. It's 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Joe, as always, a, a great show, and I always enjoy this. One of my favorite of the week, uh, just because I love your insight on things. Well, I so appreciate appreciate that, Steve. And it's always fun to talk. You know, we have a good conversation and uh, we got some big football coming up. So everyone enjoy here in, in Chicagoland. Stay warm and uh, we are going to talk next week. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 